Welcome, you are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney turned alchemist, and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. Listen to conversations with courageous souls who've stepped out of their comfort zone and designed a new way of life. They'll share their experiences, wisdom, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. All right, today I am with Nadine Coster, and I have had the privilege of working with her for about two years in the practice of Tai Chi. She's a Tai Chi instructor, in addition to a a mom and to beautiful children. And I don't want to steal her thunder and tell her story, but thank you so much, Nadine, for taking the time to talk with me this afternoon. I know you're a really busy lady, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Awesome. So you are originally from Germany, uh, correct? That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Excellent. So why don't we start with how did you end up in Mexico? Okay. That's a pretty funny story or interesting story. I started traveling after I finished high school and I ended in New Zealand traveling for half a year. Wow. And I met my husband, which is now my husband. Back then he was actually a hitchhiker. And we spent three months there in New Zealand. And then we both went separate ways again. And we met again in Canada. And we lived for half a year in Canada and worked there together. And then we became a couple and we ended up in Mexico because my husband is Mexican. And he lives here on the coast already for 24 years now. So he brought me here and said, it's a beautiful place, especially for little children. And I saw it and I fell in love and I'm really happy that my children have the chance to be here and enjoy the ocean here. Wow. Wow. So you have uh, spent some time in in some other places. I've heard uh, New Zealand is just phenomenal. Did you do you enjoy that? Um, oh yeah, a lot. It was really, really beautiful. A really special time in my life, and I'm happy I did it. <laughs> Great. And then Canada for six months. A um, little cold up there, but I know uh, Germany can get a little bit cold too. So how was exactly. how was that experience? Did you did you like Canada? It was it was beautiful. I love Canada. It was all in all one year that I spent there. Okay. And uh, not continuous, half a year, and I came to Mexico and I went back and I worked there in different sections. But to me, Canada is really, really beautiful and wild. And that's for me as a German where everything is so structured. I was really happy to enjoy the Canadian life that is more free and more wild. (laughs) Whereabouts in Canada were you? I was in British Columbia. Oh, okay. Traveling from Vancouver all the way to Osoyoz, Oliver, and kind of there, this area where there's a lot of fruit. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. 
So um, what did you, what was your first uh, response when, when uh, your now husband said, oh, let's, let's move to Mexico? Were you a little bit um, uh, unsure about that? Or were you like, okay, let's go? Or wh- how, how did that uh, request? Well, I, I went already one time before to Mexico for half a year and I saw different places. And yeah, I had a little cultural shock coming here, to be honest, about certain things. Uh But many things, I really, really love them. They are so friendly, so warm and welcoming here. And the country is big and wild. And I really, I really enjoy Mexico. And I really like the country. So for me, it was totally fine that we said we're going to stay here. And kind of we made the decision together. We tried also to live together in Germany. But we didn't like that, so so we came here because both of us feel really comfortable here. Here we can do what we like to do. I'm a Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, and he is a musician, a singer, and a guitar player. And yeah, that's possible here, and we enjoy it a lot. Now, how long is it? Have you been uh, here on the island? Um. All in all, I think for five years. Oh, wow. Okay. So because we're going off and on, it's difficult to say, but I would say all in all, like four or five years. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're, you're, you're in the groove now. Exactly. (laughs) So, and was uh, he originally from this area or another part of Mexico? He's from Mexico city. Okay. He came, he came 24 years ago. So by now he lives more here than there. Okay. And, so uh, did I take it he was with his family then? His family moved from Mexico City here? Uh, his dad and his sister moved also here to Cancun. Okay. But the rest, they stayed in, in Mexico City. Okay. All right. So he, he kind of grew up in this area, uh, really, then if he came came exactly younger. Okay. So it was kind of uh, like a, a home uh, sort of feeling. Uh, here mm-hmm. in the community. Nice. So, um, and I know you have um, two beautiful children, uh, the lovely Luna, who's growing up so fast. Um, so much. Oh, <laughs> she's yeah. grown so much since I've got, got a chance to meet her. And, um, and then your little one, who's, who's growing very fast as well. Um, tell, tell me about, um, what that experience has been like, um, you, I'm sure you probably know the term. I first learned it from, uh, Alex Rofa, who runs the Cancun expat group. Um, he called himself a third culture kid because his mom was French and his dad was Mexican, but he actually grew up in Europe. Um, and so he's, um, you know, uh, what they call a third culture kid. And so, it sounds, you know, your your children really are uh, kind of that third culture, right? They're they're part German, they're uh, Mexican, but they've uh, experienced different cultures as well. Exactly. It's kind of sometimes a feeling that you don't really in, neither out, right? But all in all, they speak three languages or the bigger one, the small one still doesn't speak. Sure. She speaks English, German and Spanish. Wow, And she really got to feel the lifestyle of Germany and also the lifestyle of here. And she can choose herself what she likes. She really enjoys Mexico. 
She really likes the lifestyle here. She's now also going to school here in Mexico. She started in Germany actually last year for one year. And now she's here in Mexico to learn the Spanish really appropriate. And wow. yeah, it's, uh, it's another way of growing up. I grew up also not like that, uh, but she has that privilege. Really yeah, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just wonderful. And um, knowing Luna, I'm sure she just flows right with it, right? I mean, she's she's such a, a free little spirit. That, exactly, and made her so open to just talk to anybody, welcome anybody, play with any kid that she sees. She's really it made her so open because she had to, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, you, you really learn uh, tolerance and how to adapt. And it's, I think it's wonderful because kids are so naturally curious that I'm sure she was just a sponge and, and taking exactly. it on, right? Great. So, and I haven't really spent uh, time with your little boy. His, uh, how is he with your, it being your second, is he... Uh, similar personality or or does he seem to be different you know you can, you can usually tell or oh yeah not. he's totally he's different he's more relaxed more chilled out than luna i think luna was more open, more curious really walking to strangers and start to interact with them and suddenly she was invited for the supper and she was integrating into a family just like that <laughs> she's really really open and he is also not shy, but I think a little bit more calm and quiet, but still really progressive. He's really doing all the time something and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure you're having a lot of fun with him. Yeah, it's a blessing. So you, yeah, you left, you were gone for a year, was it, uh, Nadine, when you, you went to Germany to have the baby? Exactly. It was for nine months. We left for nine months, exactly. Okay. And I, I don't think you were planning on being gone that long, were you? No, actually not. I was planning to have the baby in Germany, but I was not pla planning to stay so long. Uh -huh. But there was the corona pandemic, and here everything was locked down, and there was no more work, and it was really difficult here the times for the people on the island. Mm -hmm. So we decided just to stay a little longer and wait, wait, what's going to happen? Are the tourists coming back or not? Sure. So at the moment we saw, yeah, it is flowing again, the situation here. We kind of closed the chapter there in Germany because she also went to school and everything. So we had to kind of find a good timing to go. And then we decided in the end to come here when the baby was uh i think nine months old yeah okay and so after you know living in mexico for quite a while and going back to germany what was what was that like um culturally was it did you have a little reverse culture shock going back to germany after being in mexico or was it just oh you just you know like a fish in water you just go back into your your home country or how is that experience mm -hmm. I have to say that the, the first time I came to Germany after traveling so long, that was definitely a shock. How the bureaucracy, all the paperwork I had to do, <laughs> all these, everything has a progress, everything has an order. That was for me definitely a shock after being here where everything just 
goes with the flow, let's say it like that. Uh-huh. Um, definitely. It was a little shock for me. Also, the, the culture of the people, they are really kind of unfriendly in some way, a little bit the Germans, if I can say that with respect, uh-huh. of course. Sure. But the, here in Mexico, the people are just so friendly. They just smile at you for no reason. They say hi to you. And in Germany, everybody is kind of in their own planet, doing their own thing. So it was really different. And for my husband especially, it was really difficult to adjust to the weather and to the, to the culture of the people also. And, but he had, he had spent some time there before? You said you had lived there for a little while uh, before yeah. you went to Mexico. All in all, I think we spent two years in Germany, okay. coming front and back. So he really he took a German course. He learned the German appropriate. He nice. really knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, that's uh, that's great. And then, um, and your family, how how do they uh, react to you uh, living in Mexico? They uh, have they been here to visit? They came already three times. Okay, and especially my father, he loves it. He's oh, really okay. happy, happy on the island, and my mom too. And. Um, of course, they're really sad that we're so far away because it's a 12-hour flight. So it's not just so easy. saying hi for the birthday or anything. Yeah. But they were here and they really liked it. And they are happy for us, of course, too, that we can enjoy this beautiful place. Right. Oh, that's nice. Um, are you able to, to get on uh, Zoom or, or uh, chat with them with technology now, being able to stay exactly. in touch? Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. We we talk almost every day, just on WhatsApp quickly, or sometimes longer, also to see the kids and just uh, stay in touch. Oh, that's nice. That makes it yeah. easier. Great. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castillito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castellitocaribe.com www.castellitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. Is it time to go? Are you starved for adventure and new experiences? Do you feel like you're slowly dying inside, just a little, day by day? Afraid of having to work forever, with never enough money to retire, or live the life you have always imagined. Life doesn't have to be that way. Instead, imagine waking up in paradise every day saying, pinch me, is this real? Join me in this free live workshop. You'll walk away with your own custom roadmap to a dream life in paradise without breaking the bank. 
Register for our next free workshop at paradiseroadmap.com. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. Well, um, I think I'm going to shift gears here a little bit and uh, move over to a subject which I know you're really excited about, which is the the uh, Tai Chi Qigong. Exactly. <laughs> and so I'm I'm really uh, curious to know how that uh, journey started and and uh, for you to share some of what I have learned um, in the last couple of years in um, the practice, uh, being able to do the practice with you. Yeah, it was actually when I knew I would go back to Germany after Luna was born. And I knew I wanted to do something, right? I didn't want to just stay in the house with a with a baby. I wanted to learn something. So I looked actually for yoga or Tai Chi or Qigong. And then I found this super, super good teacher just five minutes from my house, from my parents' house away. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it out. So I took like a three-month course with him. And his mom actually is a teacher too. And he grew up in a Shaolin monastery. Wow. And he uh, can do Kung Fu and Tai Chi and Qigong. So he is really one of the top, top teachers there. Even teachers from Germany, from all over Germany, come to see him to learn something new. So he's really a top teacher and I went there and all in all I learned with him for two years Mm. every time I went to Germany I kind of tried to take as many classes I could and I made my certification in the end and then I came to the island and I tried it out here and actually a lot of people liked it especially people who are looking for a more gentle exercise and a, a holistic exercise because it's not just something good for the body. It's also good for your mind, good for your energy and your soul. So it's really a, a complete exercise. Yeah, I uh, I would love to get your feedback. So people have asked me, I, I've said, oh, I, I do Tai Chi, uh, you know, on, on Saturdays or, you know, whenever we have the live classes here. And oh, well, you know, do you like it? Yeah, I love it. You know, what's it like? And I said, well, it's it's kind of like a flowy yoga. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. How how do you describe Tai Chi uh, to someone when they ask? Yeah, it's it's difficult sometimes to explain, definitely. Um, Yeah, it's like a flowing yoga or some people also say it's a Chinese yoga. Okay. The, especially the Qigong is really, really ancient. It's several thousand years old and almost vanished for a while when the communists came to China because they didn't like it. Oh. So, but it survived in the monasteries and now again, it's really popular. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's to cultivate, if you translate Qigong, it's cultivating energy. Mm. So the idea is that we're not just body, not just mind, but also we have an energy body and we need to embrace that one because if you work with energy, you're never wrong. So it's really 
important also to embrace that part together with your mind and your body. Right. And, and I guess that's where the kind of the similarity with yoga is, right? Because that's, that's the focus with yoga is the mind, body, spirit. And I get that exactly. same, you know, philosophy through the Tai Chi. But um, I don't know. I, I find it, I find Tai Chi, um, and probably too, because I've done it for so long, I don't have to think too much about what I'm doing. I just find it so much more relaxing Yoga seems a little bit like more like work when I've, I've done yoga before, like you really have to concentrate and, and all of that. And it just seems like, um, I, I don't know, there is definitely a, a different energy. Um, and like I said, kind of that flowy uh, energy. And, you know, you always talk about the chi and, and chi getting stuck and moving the chi. And, and I, um, I really, I really get that. I, I really feel that. Yeah, it's the, it's the idea of the chi, exactly. The tai chi or qigong, you hear it already in the word. It's, it's another word for energy. And the belief is that when it gets stuck in your body, this is when pain comes to your body. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the difference a little bit to the yoga definitely is it's first is standing all the time. You don't need to lay down. Right. It's a big difference. And like you said, it's not this effort. You're not trying to bend yourself into positions. And it's it's a little bit more flowing, definitely. And especially for people who are handicapped or older or overweight or for any reasons they have more difficulties to move, mm-hmm. I would totally recommend that because it's super gentle on the joints. And still so strengthening. You still really gain muscles. You define your muscles. You get a bigger breath and many, many other also physical benefits. So it's not just uh, a holistic thing. It's really also a physical benefit of a bigger breath, more balance, more flexibility, strength, a better immune system. Yeah, a lot, lot, lot going on there. Uh, for yeah. sure. So you did you s- start teaching here um, in Mexico or had you uh, started teaching back in Germany before you left? I started here actually on the island. I came okay. back ap- after I spent quite a while in Germany and I, I really wanted to to share my knowledge now and bring it to the people and bring healing to the world, right? Because I think if we learn to heal ourselves, that's like one big step to heal also the world. Yeah, for sure. And did you have, uh, I don't know what your, your background was, you know, what you went to school for or work that you had done previously. We didn't really talk about that, but, but were you in, involved in healing at all before Tai Chi or, or was that? Uh... I always had a really, really big interest about healing and I tried different things and I tried also the Reiki and other things, but the Tai Chi and Qigong really gave me this regular exercise of doing it over and over again. And that helped me really to get to the point where I can meditate and kind of turn off or on that healing, healing power. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And were you, uh, were you nervous to start teaching 
or or you just said I was really really <laughs> nervous I even brought little notes that I made in case I forget everything <laughs> and yeah I was really nervous but actually there two lovely women came first time to my class and they were so nice to me and and I kind of let go my nervous yeah, well, you're, you seem like you were born to do it. I mean, um, the, the way that you um, approach the class, the way that, that you relate to the people and take the time to explain things. And even when people are new, um, it's just, uh, it's such a privilege to have you here as our, um, our what, Tai Chi instructor. Is there a, is there a word for, for the. Yeah. Tai Chi instructor. Exactly. Instructor. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and I know um, you sometimes will talk about um, martial arts um, a little bit. Um, and there's some connection. For, um, is that, have you um, gotten uh, done martial arts as well? Um, do you have that in your background or, or just from the Tai Chi? Just from the Tai Chi, to be honest, I okay. never really okay. went into the martial arts. Okay. But now where I'm practicing the Tai Chi, the Tai Chi is a meditation and a martial arts. But in the Western world nowadays, we kind of take it more like a meditation. But actually, if you get deeper into it and you get it explained also one more time, how each movement of those sequences is actually a martial art movement you learn also a lot about stability which is important in any kind of martial art your foundation how you stand also right. firm in your life right it's like a it's a whole progress sure sure no it just uh, seems like there's some some natural overlap there with uh, with tai chi and, and other forms yeah. cuz i have never done martial arts before so that's why i was curious to know if if yeah you know. sure had the background in that as well, but now it's, it's wonderful. It's uh, it's something I really look forward to is, is those classes. Well, great. And then uh, I know your husband's um, playing in a band and he, what kind of music does, does he play? He plays reggae music and he has a band and he's the singer and the guitar player. Okay, wonderful. And he just do they just uh, play here on on the island, or um, do they? Really, they they play mainly in the the joint. Okay. One moment, I have the baby here. We need to cut that out later. On. Sure. Well, we'll uh, we'll let you get out uh, back to him <laughs> quickly here. <laughs> Okay, Daddy came oh, to rescue me. <laughs> Daddy came to rescue. That's cute. Awesome. Well, uh, no, I was just going to say it. Uh, it's uh, such an amazing life that you have uh, created here in this uh, little island paradise, and um, I know you are uh, happy with uh, where you're living and and uh, what's happening with the the children, the the uh, things that are definitely. Yeah, every fun. place every place has its benefits and every place has some negative sides this is what it is everywhere in the world mm -hmm. but you need to be conscious about what is your priority and what is really important to you to make your choice absolutely and and i was going to ask you i just just close with this question is um is there anything that i didn't ask you that um you'd like to share anything any words of wisdom or things you would have done differently or or any uh kind of final words definitely when you move to another country to me 
I thought it would be easier than it was in the end because it's a really big transformation, right? You really, you're in a country with another language, with another culture, with another everything. Even the food is different. So it's really, if you live for a long time in another country, you're going to integrate it, integrate into it. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a big change in your life, but it can make your life so, so rich. Yeah. And I think that's, that's an important um, point. And I'm glad you said that is a lot of times, you know, we see it all the time here, right? Maybe people come here on vacation, like, oh, wouldn't it be great to live here? And, you know, living here is definitely different than uh, vacationing here for exactly. Sure. Yeah. Many people come with many, many dreams and you see many restaurants opening or little shops or businesses and they just disappear after one or two seasons. Yeah. Because like you said, one thing is to come for two weeks and enjoy just really the the top part, which is just beautiful, or you really get to know the country. And then for many people, it's also in the end, no, I don't like it, or I miss my family. It's for different reasons. Sometimes sure. people get sick. Sometimes people uh, just miss their family. Sometimes also just economically, it didn't work for them. Right. But there's, for example, also a lot of digital nomads, people who live yes. online, and they just can choose wherever they want to live. And that's, to me, a really beautiful new thing that came with the internet. For sure. And also with COVID, because now that's not unusual, right? I mean, exactly. so many people are, so it's a gift we've all been given to be able to have that as a possibility for what we want to do for our livelihood. Well, thank you so much, Nadine. I really appreciate your time this afternoon. Like I said, I know you're busy mama and uh, have a lot going on in your life. And it, uh, it was really a privilege to um, hear and share your story. Thank you so much for giving me the chance to share my story. (laughs) Absolutely. We'll see you at Tai Chi. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We invite you to visit paradiseroadmap.com and register for our upcoming free live workshop, How to Retire Overseas on a Shoestring Budget. We'd also love for you to become part of our Live and Earn in Paradise Facebook group. Thanks for listening.